What's good, y'all? Welcome to the Meaningful Hospitality Podcast, where we talk about using hospitality to create meaningful experiences for your employees and guests. I'm your host, Tyler Hill. Thanks for joining me. Now, on to the podcast. What's up, y'all? Thank you for listening to the Meaningful Hospitality Podcast. You know, today I was not expecting to record an episode. Um, I have a list full of things that I need to get done at my coffee company and for the coaching and consulting I do. Um, But last night I got a text from a friend. He's one of my best friends in the world. He was the best man in my wedding. Um, Just an all-around good dude. Um, I love him and I hold his opinion of me and his opinion of things honestly in high regard. It's not just that he's a friend of mine, but it's that I also highly respect him, and he's a crazy good artist, photographer, he's worked for a couple great startups and tech companies, and um, has really leveraged his just art and aesthetic and his eye for beauty in a really strong way, and he texted me last night um, encouraging me about the podcast. He said, Tyler, like the intro music is really good, and the design and artwork is great, and you're, and you're doing really well with the content, and... Um, and it was just a normal little compliment, you know, from one friend to another. But if I was to be honest, it meant a whole lot. You know, putting your thoughts and ideas out here, you know, is really a vulnerable thing. It's uh, really vulnerable for me. Um, even trying to, like, um, edit and trying to produce and put cool music at the beginning and trying to get it to fade in and out. These are not things that I'm naturally good at. And so it was really, um, it's been a vulnerable process and something that's I've been a little bit insecure about if I was to be totally honest. And then for Michael to reach out to me and say, yo, dude, like you're crushing it. You're doing really good. I'm really enjoying this and that. It really encouraged me and it breathed a little bit of life into me. So much so that I thought, okay, if if Michael likes it, somebody that I respect, even if he can see a few gems of creativity and, and success within my podcast, then it must mean something is going right. And if something is going right, then maybe I should do it again. And so instead of jumping right into my daily routine today, I decided to hop on here and record another podcast. And really, again, it was a result of this encouragement that I had from someone that I respect, which got me thinking just a little bit about employee engagement and how often a good word, how often a word of encouragement from a leader or a peer to another team member can inspire and propel someone to do really good work. I wonder how often do our team members come in a little discouraged about their work? How often do they come in feeling vulnerable or insecure about what they're doing? And just like with this podcast, I'd like to suggest that a really positive word from one person to another goes a lot farther than we think. The truth is, is when people feel good about the work they're doing, when they feel loved and when they feel encouraged, when they feel seen, when they feel taken care of, it really inspires them to do something special. It really inspires them to do good work. 
And so that starts with creating a culture where there are compliments, creating a culture where there is encouragement, creating a culture where leadership is engaging their employees, creating a culture where leadership is creating an experience for their team members where they feel uh, taken care of in a really special way. And so I really want to kind of dig into that just a little bit. And and if you read any of my content, if you look at my stuff on Facebook or Instagram, you see that I talk a lot about employee engagement and employee experience and this sort of thing because it really, really matters. And for me, the bottom line where it all starts is the way you treat your employees is ultimately the way that they will treat your guests. If you have a culture that prioritizes hospitality, that will permeate the ways in which your team members live and act, especially in the workplace. And when you can show them through your example to them what true and authentic hospitality looks like, they will have a reason and an example to take that and show your guests a similar type of hospitality. But here's where it really needs to start. And I always want to be careful when I talk about the way you treat your employees is the way you treat your guests. You should be trying to treat your employees with hospitality regardless of how it will impact the end experience with your guests. Because if you're treating your employees some sort of way exclusively with the motivation that they will treat your guests well and you'll make a lot of money, in my opinion, that's not authentic hospitality. That's manipulation. You see, you should want to treat your employees in such a way because you actually love them enough to treat them that way. Because you know your role as a leader is important and powerful, and and so you need to be willing to deploy true and authentic hospitality regardless of how it impacts the guest experience. In my opinion, you must value the humanity of you must value the humanity of your team members first before you even value um, the guests that are walking through your door. Now, I believe inherently when you treat your team members well, they treat your guests well. But if the goal is just for your guests, you're actually skipping over the humanity of your team members, and that's where I believe poisonous things happen. Your team members matter too much for you to treat them some sort of way, so the end goal is that your guests are treated well. Does that make sense? We must prioritize the humanity and the people in front of us first, and that's it. And inherently, good things will happen because of it. So think about your team members. How are you loving them? How are you showing them appreciation? How are you encouraging them to parallel your company's common mission, vision, values, and goals? These are all really, really important things. Now, I would say that most leaders out there believe that employee engagement is an important thing. Most employees out there would believe that they they would tell me that they care about their employees. Most leaders out there would say that creating a hospitable experience for their team members is the right thing to do. Now, the interesting thing about that is I'll often follow up that question or when leaders talk to me about their view on employee engagement and employee experience, I'll ask them, so what do you do? How do you deploy that in your business or in the workplace? And more often than not, I would say more than 80% of the time when I'm chatting about this, I get a response that says something to the effect of, well, I just tell them thank you a lot, or I just in passing am always sure to tell them that I appreciate them. 
what I end up hearing often is a vague passerby hit and run type employee engagement, meaning that there's not a lot of structure behind the ways in which leaders are attempting to express meaningful hospitality to their team. They do think it's important, but they haven't taken the time to structure a, a company culture, to structure systems and procedures that allow them to consistently show their the, that allow them to consistently show their employees the desired experience that they want to show them. And I think some of the heart behind that is really noble. You see, a lot of leaders say, "Well, if I put a lot of structure to the employee engagement program, then it's not authentic." Well, I'd like to suggest that the more structure you put behind the engagement you show your employees, the more structure you put behind the hospitality you plan to show your employees, the more it shows that you actually care about them. I would say putting forth a major effort to create systems and procedures and structure to the ways in which you connect with your team members is a true reflection of your heart for them. It's not rigid. It's not corporate. It's intentionality. And that's what our employees want. They want you to know that you've been intentional to take care of them. So you should, in your budget, have an employee engagement line item where you consider how many employees do you have. If however many employees you have, that's as many birthdays that you have to buy a card and probably a gift for. You have to consider the ways in which you're taking employees out to dinner. You don't have to wing those types of things that you can plan for those and think ahead. Now, I want to let you into sort of a little bit of the structure of the, some of the things that I do in my organizations in order to structure employee engagement. But I, what I want you to really hear in that is that it's not just about the structure, but that there's space and time for hit and run hospitality. There's space and times for you to just wing it when you're showing someone love. The problem is, is that's all you're doing is you're just winging it all the time. What I would hope to see is that we can combine both intentional structural employee engagement with an, a, a more loosey-goosey passerby engagement as well. I think both of them go together. You should not live exclusively in one silo where it's just structured and procedures, or you shouldn't live in the other silo that's just you tell them thank thank. Thank you a lot on Slack whenever you think about it. Neither one of those is enough. We must combine them for true success. And so this is really what um, this is really what it means to to make a good plan, in my opinion. I think the philosophy and this little bit of structure in our last few minutes together is something that I think honestly applies to both uh, the employee experience and the guest experience. And so what I want you to do is I want you to take out a piece of paper and I want you to make a list of. Uh, five or six bullet points. And what you need to do is you need to decide what are the four or five major things that you can do consistently for every employee throughout the year. So I would say a couple of those things could be Christmas. I think that obviously is their birthday. I think there should be a recognition at least every six months. So you've worked here for six months, congratulations. You've worked here for a year, congratulations. You need four or five major bullet points at minimum that will be something that you will consistently recognize your employees for. Now, this could be something as simple as a card. This could be as something as simple as a shout out in one of your uh, team meetings 
But the point is, is these are the things that will never get missed. And these are the things that every employee from day one when they go through orientation all the way to their very last day working with you, that these things happen every single year. Their birthday is celebrated. Their anniversaries are celebrated. They get a small Christmas gift. Maybe it's a Valentine's thing. Maybe it's a, I don't know, whatever it works for you is what's really important to now, one of the things that I think you really need to consider here, though, is it's not just about showing your employees love, but it's showing them love as it connects to the goals and mission and vision of your organization. So as much as possible when you're creating these things, you want to connect them to your company's mission statement. You want to connect your employee recognition to um, your, your company values and your company goals. Because the more and more you can do that and you can recognize them and say, you've been here for six months and you represent our core value of community. Not only are you showing your employees that you love them, that you care for them, that you're excited that, you're, that they are there on your team, but you're also reinforcing your mission, which is empowering and propelling your company culture to thrive and succeed. So what you need to do is you need to start and just make a list of the four and five major things that you want every employee to experience. And this is what sets that system and structure that allows you to consistently create a great employee engagement program. Then what you can do is take that same culture of employee engagement that you had set, the one where you're just winging it, the one where you're just only in passing telling your team members how you feel and what you think and encouraging them simply in passing. You still deploy that in the same way you've already been doing it you in between these two points on your piece of paper, the four and five things that you do every single year, go and do your thing. You still should tell your team members in passing that you care for them. You should still tell your team members in passing that you think they're doing a good job. When they crush service, you can make sure to send them a text and send them a $5 gift card randomly once in a while. Like those things are not inherently bad. What well, the problem is is that they're bad when there's no structure behind it and no support that propels your culture and when there's a lack of consistency. So no bit here am I telling you don't do it. Don't wing it. Don't impulsively tell people that you care about them. But you should intertwine it and weave it in your consistent structured employee engagement program. Now I really want to just close this out again and, and just encourage you that, that this is really important, that I was honestly a little down in the dumps about this podcast, but it was one word of intentional encouragement that kind of got my ass out of bed today and had me turn on my microphone and computer to do this. Encouragement matters. Engagement matters. Expressing a little bit of love matters, and it can inspire really good work. So if you care about your guests and them having a good experience, start to create a culture of really great employee engagement. Start a culture where you really care about your team members, and you show your team members hospitality. You show them you love them. You care for them. You build up a family culture where, where everybody wants to take care of one another. That will ultimately impact your organization in such a profound way and that really friends is the power of hospitality when we can deploy hospitality into the way we lead and into the way we treat our team members good things happen
When we can deploy hospitality into the way we treat our guests, good things happen. When we deploy hospitality into how we interact with our friends, just like happened to me last night, one friend to another, just being hospitable, telling me that he loved me, telling me that I was doing a good job, giving me a little bit of encouragement, good things happen. So friends, no matter what organization you're in, no matter what lifestyle you lead, no matter what you do, we must deploy hospitality because it is a major force of positive change in the world. And I believe that you all are positive change agents in the world. So together, let's deploy meaningful hospitality into everything that we do. Friends, thank you for hanging out on the podcast today. My name is Tyler Hill, and I can't wait to see you on the next episode of the Meaningful Hospitality Podcast. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to today's episode. This podcast is produced by Meaningful Hospitality, a coaching and consulting agency dedicated to helping you create meaningful experiences for your employees and guests. At Meaningful Hospitality, we believe that hospitality is a major force of positive change in the world. When you can implement practices of hospitality into all aspects of your organization, things get better. And so we're passionate about coming alongside leaders and specifically helping them use hospitality to hire better employees, improve their employee engagement program, and to innovate the guest experience. So if we can come alongside you and your team in any way, please reach out. You can email us at hello at MeaningfulHospitality.com or simply visit us at www.MeaningfulHospitality.com. We'll see you on the next episode of the Meaningful Hospitality Podcast.